I um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of a nice way of putting it. I'm not, I'm knocked one out at the start, knocked one out at the end. <laughs> there we go. And just like realised I was a ticking time bomb for the, the time in between. So, uh, so I had to get it done quickly, but yeah. Hello and welcome back to Marvelling Marvel from Too Much Time on Our Hands. I've never said it like that, but there we go. We'll, we'll go with it. Uh, this week, we are covering a review of the Suicide Squad and the first episode of Marvel What If. It is the usual lot. It's Steve. Steve, how's it going, buddy? I'm well, mate. How are you? I'm good, yeah. Looking forward to this one. Oh. And we've got Terry. Terry, how's it going? <clears throat> I'm good, mate. I'm good, mate. Fucking tired, but we, we soldier on. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that feeling. Yeah, I haven't slept very well. So, so should we start with Suicide Squad? Since we watched mm. that yeah. first, I think. Um, it came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, should we just get general thoughts on it first? Mm. All right, on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it, it was, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was no. to kick us off because, like, you know, we're we're kind of. I really liked it. I thought yeah. it was exactly what I was expecting. I did think in a couple of places it maybe went a little bit too far or pushed it a bit much, almost for the sake of it, almost like James Gunn yeah. knew it was at his, like, although obviously he speaks very highly of his Guardian's time and work with Disney, he was never going to get to have a giant shark rip a man in half where you see his guts fall out. So you no. do feel like, but obviously if you've seen things like, um, oh, what's that? slither and stuff like that you know he likes gore so he's he's taken his chance but no i thought it was brilliant i i thought <laughs> considering the amount of marketing it's had they did quite is this a spoiler yeah spoiler cast by the way sorry yeah, yeah so we're yeah. gonna spoil yeah. the whole thing <laughs> i think they did really well of like hiding the intention because obviously you knew a lot of them were going to die but i didn't quite realize that pretty much 75 percent of them were going to die in the opening montage before as the an, credits as came an intro up. to it yeah <laughs> yeah um, so no, I thought that was all really well handled. I thought, I think everyone in it's brilliant. John Cena as Peacemaker is <laughs> just an absolute scene stealer. Um, even David Dalmachian as Polka Dot Man, that could have been like a really shit role, but I think he really sort of plays with it and is great with it. Um, yeah, no, I just, I really, really liked it. I think we got to see a really good Harley Quinn as well. She was obviously the one bright spot in the last one. Um, and I'm sure I speak for everyone when I say that my favourite moment in the film is where they take out that squadron of vigilantes as they think it is, but it actually turns out they're killing all the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, they and they literally just go like, oh. There's no sort of like... Because I, I, that, for me, was one of the moments where it showed that they, they were A, good at what they do because yeah. they just ripped through them, but B, just showed that they don't give a shit. They were just like, oh, we killed the good guys. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Just the way John Peacemaker and Bloodspot are like having a sort of shoot off and yeah. stuff like that is brilliant. No, I like that as well, definitely. Uh, Steve, what do you think? <clears throat> yeah, um, <clears throat> my voice, yeah, really good. It's kind of mirror what Terry said, but I think I said to Terry, we'll check another day. What I liked about it compared to the first one, more there's a lot of things, but 
it didn't take itself as seriously as the first one. I think they knew yeah. they, they they knew like what they were doing. Like I said, the characters were great, and um, I think we've said before, it's great they didn't use sort of mainstream villains, obviously minus like Holly Quinn and stuff like that. I mean, I, I hadn't heard of probably eighty percent of the villains until I'd seen this, so or seen them in the characters' names. Yeah, John, yeah, John Cena's Peacemaker was hilarious. Um, Idris Elba was a bit of a funny one for me because I thought he was good, but I don't think he was amazing. Like as much as I like Idris Elba, I didn't think that he was. I think he had a hard role to ride, though, didn't he? Yeah. Because everyone's mm. comparing him to Will Smith. Yeah. The fact that like they replaced the lead from the last film with the lead with this film with not a similar actor, but they've both got like the big charismatic actors who sort mm. of play those sort of roles. But so it was hard to sort of differentiate him from. Deadshot, I think a little bit. I think they would have been better just having someone completely different because mm. they even gave him the daughter like Deadshot. Yeah, had. exactly. Like, oh, he's doing yeah. it for his daughter, not for himself, kind of thing. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, yeah, I thought it was quite really good. I mean, it was uh, obviously you know I was quite vocal after seeing the first trailer. So, uh, mm. That's don't like but as the trailers went on. It, yeah, but I mean the film didn't disappoint, and like I said, it was much better than the first one, which I know is not that hard, but it was. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I liked it. So I, I I don't think I liked it as much as the rest of the world seemed to like it. I'm I I liken the response to this film to um uh when Mad Max came out. Like I think that is a similar response like the way people are absolutely in love with this film. I'm not there, but I'm just below there because there's a couple of bits in the film that I'm like I didn't really like that. It's mostly good. Like it's it's mostly brilliant. Um, I, as you said, the, the where they're working their way through the camp, the, like tr- showing off by killing people, mm. is brilliant. Personal favorite peacemaker, just walking past the guy, stabbing the guy in the chest with the knife, <laughs> and just carrying on walking, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I wasn't in love with the Harley Quinn and the president bit. Yeah, example. that bit I thought was a bit. Yeah, I thought it felt a bit forced. Like it was like it was kind of like you've got to give Harley Quinn a certain amount of time in this film that that's what it felt like. Whereas like I would have preferred if we'd have had a bit more of the, what am I supposed to do with the javelin thing? And I know she kind yeah. of carries it through the film, but it is brilliant. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I, I wasn't, wasn't mad about that. And I know the whole point was that look she's grown she's now not falling in love with the wrong person but at the same time and they needed to kill him somehow but it might have been funnier is if while she's escaping or or they actually try and free her and then accidentally kill the guy in the process of trying to free her or something like that instead this just felt like i don't know it felt it just felt the whole thing felt a bit forced i i liked idris elba in this i thought idris elba was really good i he is I mean, we we follow. He's the main character in the film, mm. and, and we, we are we are following him throughout that, and we're following his um his journey from apathy to doing just doing the right thing for for the world and his daughter, and also learning to like the people that he's in this group with that he genuinely couldn't give a shit about at the start of the film, and it's kind of the um, we get a bit of that with Savant at the start as well which is the, the idea that he just kind of wants to get out of that prison. And then it's then there's the, oh, the weasel's dead because no one checked to see if the weasel could swim. 
<laughs> that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> what a great start to it as well. And that's when you knew they were all going to die, I thought, as well. Yeah. It's like they've just killed him off. And like he's in the trailer. He's like, he must be in like at least 10% of the trailers as well. I think his entire like part in the film is in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't think there's a bit apart from the post credit scene where he yeah. comes back to life and runs off across the beach. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's the only bit that's not in the trailers. Which I absolutely loved as well. Um, I also liked Amanda Waller in this. I thought she was proper evil. And I mm. like that. Like, that's what you want. Well, I saw on Instagram someone saying she's the proper big baddie of the DCU. Yeah. Amanda Waller. And I love how, like, this film ends with, like, her little group knocking her out and tying her <laughs> up to help, the, to help them save the world because she's going to blow all their heads off. Yeah. And I, I love that, that that's just not a fireable offence because when we get the post-credit <laughs> sequence as well, it's like, yeah, okay, they're just giving you this job dealing with this dickhead instead. Yeah, they've, their punishment is having to deal with Peacemaker all the time. Yeah, <laughs> who's a psychopath. But um, <laughs> uh, I thought also uh, Ratcatcher 2 mm. was a, a really nice story. Mm. Not, not nice, but, you know, it was it was... Yeah, it was kind of like the heart of the film, wasn't it? Really, yeah, she she's been likened to um, Cyborg in the Schneider Cut, hasn't she? Mm. With that sort of the heart, the emotional heart of the film. Yeah, I thought she was brilliant as well. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought it was great. Like, I, I really did. I thought King Shark. I can understand why he's the, the probably the show stealer, really. Yeah, um, and rightly so because they made him suitably cute as well as being terrifying at the same time as well. Num num. Num num. No, this isn't num num. Yeah. <laughs> and he like, tries to eat rat catcher too while she's asleep, and they're just like, "What, <laughs> friend?" And then he thinks he's made friends, and they they attack him as well, and that made me sad yeah. as well. And also, just like the really silly bit, like um, Bloodsport hating rats. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like scared of Sebastian, who's like offering him. Sebastian's <laughs> constantly. Yeah, and is it? After they've killed all the good guys and Rick yeah. Flag's talking to the female woman, and she goes, is that rat waving at me? Like, Why is that rat waving at me? I think he's just friendly. Yeah. <laughs> he was well, really good at it as well, actually, Rick Flag, yeah. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in two minds as to whether I liked... I, I, it felt a bit rushed, the way it went from, like, these guys are working together to Peacemaker's going to do something, and then Rick Flag's going to do something else, and then Peacemaker's killed Rick Flag. That all felt yeah, a bit rushed. Yeah. That didn't feel needed, to be fair. Yeah. I kind of understand that they wanted to, to emphasise how much of a dipshit Peacemaker is. Yeah. And I think but, also yeah. just to show that anyone can die as well, because he's obviously one of the returning yeah. characters, which generally they survive. <clears throat> but it just, it, it just, as I say, the whole like turnaround in that whole scene felt a little bit rushed as well. Um, but but I didn't think it was awful either. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't, it didn't ruin the film for me or anything. It's not. It's not like the Harley Quinn bit didn't ruin the film for me either. Like it, I kind of like. I liked what was happening within the scene. I just didn't think the scene was great. If that makes any sense, she's still brilliant. She's yeah. still excellent. But yeah. um, I didn't think that what was happening was brilliant. And then there's the bit where she just like kills all his soldiers as well, which was great as well. Yeah. Um. So I like that. I also thought Starro was quite good as well because I thought from the trailers and stuff, I thought like that 
that looks like a really sh- I thought that he was going to be like the fake villain if that makes sense yeah and he was just going to be the vill- a bit like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where in the trailer it was all of them fighting that giant thing and that was like the pre credit scene mm. but I actually thought Starro was really good and really sad it was just like I was just floating in space I didn't yeah. want this you've, yeah. you've done this to me and to you yeah and they're also quite scary mm. like when when the little things attach themselves to people's <laughs> faces and they're just kind of floating down but they made yeah. they did the impossible and made some someone something that was quite dumb, quite scary. I thought, yeah. So yeah, uh, which which is kind of what he was going for in the same way that he was trying to make Polka Dot Man like a solid like action hero almost. Yeah, he was he really was ridiculous. when he like was his polka dots were growing. That was really yeah. grim. He was yeah. I, I liked it though, and I loved every time his mother appeared like in different like <laughs> incarnations well. that was amazing when oh. it's literally the entire suicide so i thought that was great and then the, the girls he's dancing with and they're yeah. all his mom and then eventually sorrow obviously as well oh, yeah brilliant. that was it was very good um some fun moments obviously in just in the first 10 minutes getting to know some of those characters was was brilliant uh Special shout out to one of my favourites anyway, Nathan Fillion, as TDK. The detachable <laughs> when his kid. arms are just slapping those people, <laughs> it's just literally just like, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. That was brilliant. Yeah, like you didn't, they didn't even think to give him a gun or anything. Just like <laughs> he just detached his arms. I thought that was great. I also enjoyed watching Captain Boomerang die. You know, I'm big, not a big fan. I'm not. I wasn't a big fan of him from the first one, and I'm not a big fan of Jai Courtney. Oh, really? I thought I, I quite liked him in this. But yeah. Was that because of a fifth uh, Die Hard film? Oh, no. <laughs> a film. good day to Die, die Hard. <laughs> he, um, he is in um, Spartacus Blood and Sand, though, and that is really good. So He's also in the first Jack Reacher film, and he's actually quite good in that. But... Mm. He's also in Terminator Genesis. Oh, he is, isn't he? Oh, he's yeah. Ugh. yeah you're right. He's like the budget Sam Worthington, but when Sam Worthington's <laughs> quite budget... Say, if something... you are the budget Sam Worthington, then something's gone horribly wrong. Like, no one wants that in their life. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, he's been making all the avatars up to 75, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, he hasn't got time to make anything else. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Sorry, Terry, you're going to say something? I would say another bit I really liked, and it, again, it was like a silly moment, but um, when they're going through the office block and they're just like, where's Milton? Who's Milton? Yes. <laughs> the guy called Milton. Oh, that's... It's like this massive, like, 40-minute conversation about Milton. You knew he was going to die as well, because, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just following the Suicide Squad through the... Like, it might have all, all, almost been funnier if he hadn't have died, if, like, it turned out, like... Yeah. This, he was the, the sound just appears from the end, yeah, yeah. Oh no, that he was. I loved that as well. I've forgotten about that. That's really funny. So you know the guy who plants the um, the chip in the exploding thing in in people's in uh, Savant's brain at the start. Mm. That's John Ostrander, who uh, this particular incarnation of the Suicide Squad is based on his comics. So oh. that was quite nice. I quite like that. And then just just the who's who of people that are in. Um, in uh, James Gunn films as well, but like he got his he the got his missus. Pom thingy turns up, doesn't she? Pom Clementine, yeah, 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 yeah. As as a dancer in the um, club, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Sylvester Stallone, obviously, turning in. Right, Sylvester Stallone now has surely unseated uh, Vin Diesel as Groot with King Shark as well. Only because he actually gets to say words, <laughs> not just yeah, I'm Groot. Things like hand, yeah. say num num. Yeah. Num num is just beautiful. Yeah, it works so well as well. Uh, Peter Capaldi is the thinker as well. I liked, yeah. I liked him. Got to love, got love yeah. an ex-Doctor Who man in there. He just played Peter Capaldi, didn't he? It, like, it felt like <laughs> if Peter Capaldi was in this situation, how would he act? Yeah. Uh, so I quite like that. And then Takawatiti, obviously, as the rat catcher. It was nice to see as well. We knew he was in the film, but didn't, we didn't know who he was going to be. So Yeah. Um, but just overall, I love the intro with the fact that we saw how useless that squad they put together was. <laughs> yeah, just following Savant, I thought was really good. Yeah. Obviously, a bit of Johnny Cash at the beginning as well. That was yeah. that was really enjoyable. And the way he just kills that bird, because you know it's coming, but you literally bounces the ball off about 18 walls. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, because it's just the way you follow him. And like you say, he's the one going, did anyone check Weasel could swim? Yeah. He like sort of not saves Weasel, but gets Weasel's body. And then he just watches the cars and then just like has a panic attack and starts swimming in the other direction. I just thought that's exactly what you, if you were a villain... Yeah. In that situation, you wouldn't think, oh, no, I've got to go. You would just go, fuck it, I'm out of it, and just swim away. Um, Blackguard as well. When he gets his head blown off, essentially, or his face blown off, it's reminded me so much of Super when um, Ellen Page gets her, like, part of the head blown off with a shotgun. Like, James Gunn's got... Like, for so long. James Gunn, like, Gunn's got, like, this very specific style, hasn't he, of, like... Um, of how to um, how to portray people getting parts of the face blown off, um, and that's what happened with Pete Davidson. It looked like his face had been scooped out, didn't it, from the back yeah. of his head? So mm. it's really weird. And just, it was so brutal. They're, they're, all their deaths were just so so brutal. Um, whether it was being having a helicopter crash and then being burnt to death, or a helicopter landing on you, or or javelin. His like final speech of like making sure that like Harley Quinn like looks yeah. after the javelin. It's just for what? For what? For what? For what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, it's so good. But it sets the tone for the whole film. And then like you just meet the rest of the team. You're like, and here's the others. They're actually probably gonna. Be That's the bit perfected. when you did they cut to the other side of the island. You yeah. go, oh my god, they were a fucking diversion. They're not even like the sewer. <laughs> They're a diff- they're Suicide Squad B, yeah. Which is exactly what if you were to have a Suicide Squad or you were to just use villains, you would just like, yeah, okay, you go there to die. I don't yeah. care if you come back, and these ones are the ones that are actually going to be good. And Rack it makes sense as to why that, there are so yeah. many stupidly shit ones. Rack up the ones that are either useless or a pain in the ass, basically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, get your Harley Quinns, Weasels, and uh, Savants and Blackguards in there. Poor Weasel, though. He deserved better. I don't even know what his powers are. <laughs> it's just the bit, and it is in the trailer, it's just yeah. like, oh, he's harmless. But, well, no, he's not harmless. He, he's, he's killed 27 <laughs> children, but he's all right. Licking the window as well. Just... Yeah. I love how gross the prison is. So, like, um, when Idris Elba's, like, cleaning... And he's like got the, the chewing gum and he's picking it up and putting it in the bin. And you see Blackguard come out and he's got the loo roll stuck to his uh, his Crocs <laughs> and his stuff like that. It's just really, that's really like, really adds to kind of making it feel 
at least those bits feel real. Mm. And then when they're taking bets on who's going to die first. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah. That was so good. It's, it's so, yeah, it's so dark. I love how they all kind of hate each other in that office as well. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's like a normal office, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I loved it. I thought it was good. I still don't really know much about Blood uh, Bloodspot, like in terms of outside of this film. Like, I've never really known much about him. He's kind of a small character, but um, yeah, I love his helmet. Yeah, it looks cool, doesn't it? Which, yeah, which they've said like the chin bit was based on a xenomorph. It looks like yeah, you can see that. Mm-hmm. Unlike um, Peacemakers, whose helmet looks like a <laughs> toilet seat, as is referenced in the film. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Bright yeah. red, blue, walking through a jungle with a shiny silver helmet. He just looks like a porn. He looks like a porno version of Captain America. <laughs> he does, yeah. Like, exactly, yeah. Yeah. With his giant gun, <laughs> pointlessly large gun. Yeah. Um, but I love that. Yeah, it, it's. Um, it, it has. It just. I know James Gunn's been very kind to David Ayer, like with David Ayer airing his grievances about how he didn't get to portray his version of the film. But there is, if I'm David Ayer, I go and watch this one. I'm like, uh, I don't <laughs> want to show mine anymore. If that's all right. Okay. Let's give it a few years. Let everyone yeah. forget about this. Cause there's no way his one's better than that. No. Cause although his one got cut up, he was still taking it too seriously. Cause they lightened it and added more comedy, didn't they? So yeah, because people he's watched ma- the trailer, which was which yeah. had some comedy he, moments in, and people liked that. Yeah, because they've he said like it was a dark, brooding film. It's like, yeah. oh, that's not what you fucking want from a comic book movie yeah. about a group of villains. Yeah, about a group of ridiculous villains as well. So like, you can't do, um, what's his bloody name, <clears throat> Killer Croc. You can't do that seriously. Like, no. he's such a ridiculous villain. You can't do Boomerang seriously either. His name's fucking Captain Boomerang. He throws boomerangs. You can't have that as a serious fucking villain. Um, it's not like um, Bullseye in uh, in Daredevil. <sighs> Bullseye. Um, he's constantly licking his own I quite hair. liked him in Bullseye. I, I did as well. I thought he was... When he that. kills the old lady with the peanut. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was quite good, yeah. But then, then these they've gone out of their way to make these utterly ridiculous. It's fine, which is great. And the other thing is you had all these serious characters and then you had Harley Quinn who was making making light of the whole situation as well. It just didn't mm. really work. No, and the Joker didn't work either. Well, no, the Joker just didn't work because it was shit. But even like within the... Ca- I read yeah. somewhere apparently either second choice or someone they were talking to was Mark Strong for the Joker. Oh my god! Which would have been a very different portrayal. I'd like to see it. I wouldn't necessarily want to see too much of it before I made my opinion yeah. on that. I wonder if he'd have played in bald. <laughs> yeah, imagine Mark Joker. Strong with hair is is weird. It's like um, God Midway when they gave Woody Harrelson hair. It's like I haven't seen him yeah. with hair in for even like um, yeah. Oh, he's got hair stupidly long hair and thing isn't he? Um, Hunger Games. Yeah. So weird seeing him with hair nowadays. It's 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 not right. No. If he's going to have hair, it has to come away with the hat he's wearing. It has to be like attached <laughs> to the back of the hat. 
It's the only way to do it. Oh, someone did the voice of Sebastian, so that's nice. I've just, I'm just realising that on IMDb. I've just seen that as well. But um, he didn't actually else... talk, did he? I don't think, just I think he just squeaked exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, David Ayer just needs to to, to do one as well, because because even like I know you love Will Smith, uh, Steve. Mm. Will Smith was just playing himself. There wasn't like any like, I I I couldn't tell you where Will Smith started and Deadshot ended. I give it up. It's, it was just. Yeah, I think the problem was giving him the door, which I know they've given Idris Elba a door in this as well. But I think the relationship's better. Like when he has that conversation with his daughter and he says, like, just fuck off. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't fucking want me around you. That was like, yeah, he's a villain. Obviously, you love your daughter. Yeah. But he doesn't. Whereas the suicide squad before, where like at the end, it's him, like, they let him out on day release to go and help his daughter do homework. Yeah. That was fucking dreadful. Yeah, he, he's uh, well. The, the other thing is that Deadshot is that, that he kind of played that right. Deadshot's meant to be like this guy that is trying to is only dragged into it because of his daughter. So, yeah. but it just but, yeah, it just seemed a bit silly to me. It did, yeah. It was, it was a bit shit. Also, there's been two films that have got Harley Quinn closer to right than the the the, the Suicide Squad film, the original Suicide Squad film did. So, yeah, so it's nice to be proved reasonably right that Margot Robbie was at least the right choice for the character. Oh, yeah, she I was the only good thing that came out of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That and oh Slipknot as well. Him him dying. <laughs> the comedy fashion. Oh yeah. how do we know Slipknot's gonna die? We he didn't get an intro. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David Ayer even said in like an interview he's like yeah. we didn't have the time to give everyone an intro. Like you knew he was going to die because of yeah. the actor playing him. It's like well of course yeah but if you don't even try and confused yeah. people of course they're gonna guess yeah none of us thought that any of those characters were gonna die in the first 10 minutes of suicide squad no. like of the suicide squad sorry and it was glorious when it happened yeah. so it's it's, yeah, it's just it it's, it's probably the best scene in the film is in the first 10 minutes <laughs> it's just like when when just like you're watching all these people that you've seen like three trailers and well, okay okay so i can't wait to find out these are these are all blatantly gonna die this is the group that's gonna die like, because you haven't seen the others yet, and you kind of knew that. But you didn't think they were going to die that quickly, like literally on the yeah. beach. Loved it. Thought it was brilliant. Um, anything else we want to talk about in terms of Suicide Squad? No. 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 I, I, just, I, I don't think... I can't get too in-depth with it. This isn't Marveling Marvel. Like, this, isn't, this is Marveling Marvel. <laughs> this isn't WandaVision, sorry, um, where... Um, everything gets um, its own, everything like could mean something else. Everything in this film was very much, it is what you see. So it was a Ron Seal job. Yeah. It was, it, it was 100% a Ron Seal job. Yeah, definitely. Right. Uh, shall we then hang on? I'm just considering something. Consider the coconut. Consider it's me. <laughs> Sorry, we, I watched Moana the other day. Oh, I love Moana so much. That's a great film. Great film. It is so good. Right, so that's done. Let's talk about what if then, shall we? Mm-hmm. Ah, that look, Terry says it all for me. I think you didn't look. What? You didn't look like you were. You were. You enjoyed it too much. You can I didn't off, not in, I yeah. didn't not enjoy it. And I don't know what I was expecting from it. 
I potentially I don't think this was a great episode to start with. Mm. I think this is quite an obvious thing to do, if mm. that makes sense. And I think maybe it would have been better to have done one of the more random ones. Where, so like, obviously, we know there's one coming where T'Challa is Star-Lord. Mm. So I think maybe doing that would be a, been a bit more interesting. But no, I really liked it. Um, obviously, love the content. I really like, <laughs> possibly my favourite bit is like the sort of opening where the watch is just talking about it all and the, the words he used and the way he says it. I thought that was quite into, mm. Come with me and ponder, if you will. What if? I thought that was quite sort of very outer limitsy, X-Filesy. Yes. Um, I got like Jordan Peele vibes. Yeah, um, it, it felt like the, that was definitely what they were going for, didn't it? Yeah, but um, yeah, I think with this one, all I can say is I I liked it. Oh, I w- actually watched it with Daisy as well. She liked it. Um, she got very upset when Steve disappeared mm-hmm. when they were attacking oh, the train. Uh, where's Steve gone? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think like I said, I don't know what I was expecting from it. It did seem weird, uh, Chris Evans not being the voice of. Steve. And it was noticeable, wasn't it, as well? Yeah, it's like they didn't even try and do an impression because obviously, what's his name? Um, the guy from The Walking Dead was doing Red Skull again, like he did for mm. um, Infinity War rather than um, Hugo Weaving. But yeah, it yeah. was just like it was just another guy doing a voice. Yeah. But no, I haven't got anything bad to say about it. I quite liked, um, I don't know what it's called. Is it an actual Hydra, the monster at the end? Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm assuming so. Yeah, his champion. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I thought that was quite cool. Mm. But the fact yeah, that he like just that. killed him straight away. Yeah, yeah. Which you probably you you kind of imagine it probably would. So I quite like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve. <clears throat> um, yeah, we had a brief conversation. It probably came on, but I mean, I was very half and half about it. Um, mm. Again, I'd say I wasn't didn't you know what to expect, but. I wasn't invested in the main character. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think that was probably my problem. Um, I don't think it was a change. That, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I kind of think Captain Carter, it, that, to me, that doesn't draw in anything that's going to make me want to go, yes, I'm definitely, I mean, I watch it because Marvel and, you know, and I'm always going to watch it. But if you were an outside person not knowing much about Marvel I don't know the basics mm. ever. That, I don't think the episode would draw you in to want to watch the series um, but I mean it was good for what it was I can't complain about it I still, I still really enjoyed it I still I thought it was quite cool I think you know to have some of the sort of uh, voices back to the characters was great and sort of see you know you know what if to that I'm not trying not to be punny but I think yeah I think the better episodes are yet to come um, and I think uh, and I'm, I'm only hoping that they do get better as they go on I wouldn't exactly say that was. I mean, I didn't watch Sam for like. I mean, first watched first of One Vision and mm. you know, Falcon and also Loki. Kind of off. You think, oh, I can't wait for the next one. That one, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. But like, there wasn't the same buzz. I know it's completely different shows, but it was kind of like I've been really looking forward to this. And then I just kind of felt like, yeah, it was good for what it was, but it weren't all that. That's probably the best way to describe it for me. If that makes I any think sense. like the moment was a bit. I think that was the thing, like, because obviously it's all hinges on that moment of the decision in this one is that she stays in the room rather than goes up. Mm. That seemed a bit... I know they're probably trying to go for tiny differences, make mm. a big difference, like the butterfly effect. And then when it's just like, oh, Steve's been shot, we have to do it now or we can never do it. That just seemed a bit... Mm. And then the fact that, like, I know it's set in, like, the 40s or whatever, but the army colonel who's just like, oh, we've wasted the serum on a woman, that just seemed a little bit... 
I I, I know I like I like that. I thought that was good. Like I I I could definitely see that being a thing in World War Two. Like it's it was it. I didn't have a problem with that. I loved the art style as well. I thought it looked fantastic. Oh yeah, the, the look yeah. of it is beautiful. Yeah, um, cool. I, I've seen a lot of people having a problem with the fact that um, um, Captain Carter gets um, big. And like I've seen people complain that, oh, it's just like a, a woman's head on a bodybuilder's shoulder. I'm like, well, did you see what it did to Steve when he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, when yeah he she doesn't get head. as big yeah. in comparison, does she? Exactly, yeah. She, like she still, like she looked... I thought, I thought, it was, I thought that was, was very well done. And I love the relationship between Steve and Captain um, Captain Carter in this as well. Um, and I love the, that they the, they get the test rack back and like immediately give it to Howard Stark, and the next thing you got, boom, Iron Man suit. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought that was brilliant. Mm. Um, I, I thought the ending was a bit underwhelming, like when she's literally just pushing this thing back into the um, into the uh, the dimension that it came from. I thought that was a little bit like she's just slowly pushing this thing back in. Like the, the, this is animated. There is so much opportunity to do something more with that. Mm. And she's literally just pushing it back in with a shield. So I thought that was a bit, that's a bit naff. Um, the whole thing felt like a trailer for something that should be a bit longer as well. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know the idea is it dips into, um, dips into different bits of, the Marvel universe and you kind of already know what happens. So the idea is that you're just seeing this is something that would have changed in this situation, but, but it almost felt like half an hour was maybe a little, either a little too short, but then you've got the problem of if it's longer than half an hour, is there any point in doing it? Will people actually watch it? It just felt like a trailer for something that, that was longer. And essentially that is the case because, you know, it's based on Captain America, first Avenger. Um, it's it was I, I liked it i didn't love it like i thought it was i thought it was good um any opportunity to see dominic cooper as howard stark is always welcome <laughs> as well he's so good in that role that suits him so so much um i can't ages dreadfully doesn't he because literally it's like dominic cooper dominic cooper yeah. henry Sattery. yeah <laughs> yeah but he, he you know he, he is cool though isn't he so uh but um yeah and also having seen uh, Sebastian Stan do his um his voiceover work like in in have you seen, have you guys seen that video of him like no. getting getting really into it doing like the uh the voiceover stuff for it, the the um the vocal stuff for it is hilarious I'll I'll send you the link when he's in the booth oh. and he's really getting into it like pretending he's got a gun and stuff like that so so, so oh, like I can imagine that knowing that was the case I enjoyed that as well um I kind of thought you could have done the whole will they, won't they thing in reverse as well. So like all of a sudden Captain Carter's got loads of men that want to date her like Steve Rogers has as well. So like almost like uh, like maybe there's like another American soldier in the same way that uh, mm-hmm. Steve Rogers has a, a little bit of a roll around with a British. I don't think they had the time really, did they? Like, that's the problem. Half an hour. Yeah, that's the issue. So I, I, I thought it looked fantastic. I, I liked mm-hmm. it in general. And then the alternate timeline at the end when obviously she's been gone for 70 years. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. No, no, it's interesting. I read a thing, an interview with the, mm. like, the, the creator or whatever, because like, 
they got pulled in by Kevin Feige and just like, this is what we're thinking, go away. And they came back with like, oh yeah, I've got this idea. Yeah, you can't do that. We're doing something similar. Yeah, yeah. I've got this. Yeah, you can't do that. We're doing something like, yeah. and they have virtually all of their like top 10 ideas were like, yeah, we're actually doing that in live action. <laughs> or we're so, doing something so close to it, it's <clears throat> pointless you doing it. So maybe that's why we've ended up with sort of mere storylines. So maybe a better way to do it would have been at the end of each phase, you get one what if story that lasts about an hour. Just like yeah, maybe. But because I, I my my original thought was you you chuck these at the start of films like a Pixar short. Mm. I mean, yeah, like the one shots they used to do. Yeah. But apparently, um, they also said that like these are, are canon now that yeah. you've got the multiverse because of Loki. That's why it's come after Loki because yeah. this is now this is happening in a multiverse. Whereas up until this point, technically, we haven't had a multiverse because the uh, he who remains has been keeping everything in check with the yeah. one singular vision. Hmm. But and yeah, I hope it I means think, we get. I, Jeffrey, we agree- I hope it means we get Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher in the um, in the live action stuff as well. It should be nice. It would look that way, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's good. No, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. It just um, it was what it was. It, if, if, I'll tell you what it was. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Like the only shocking moment is, just, as you say, when the Hydra comes out of the like. It's one of those things that maybe it's more fun to think about the what ifs than it is to actually see them. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. But there we go. So there we go. Hopefully we'll be proved wrong with the with future episodes and hopefully it was just maybe this was the weakest episode so I decided to do that first so that you mm. just forget about it. I don't know. Yeah. Also, any opportunity to get more dum dum duggan as well. Like I love I love that guy. Yeah. Mm. rolls into battle with a big handlebar moustache and, uh, <laughs> and a bowler hat that's the way to do I it I did like his line because he's like since when did women have a gun or a shield and then yeah. he beats everyone up now that's when <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like that as well cool there we go then so oh. yeah we're done what if we'll talk more about that next week as well in episode 2 um, with what we know what it's meant about. to be or yeah, is it it's... just we'll find out when it's out? No, next week they've already announced it. Do you want to know? Oh, it's the one that I was expecting. I've just looked. Yeah. It is yeah. the T'Challa episode. Yeah, T'Challa as um, Star Wars. Which should be entertaining, I think. And it was the last thing. This is sad, isn't it? It's the last thing Chadwick Boseman recorded as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah last thing mm. he did. Literally yeah. like days before, I believe. Yeah, so sad. Mm. But yeah, looking forward to it though. So ho- hopefully that will be well. That th- that will definitely be more surprising because I have no idea what to expect in that one. No, Whereas this yeah. one, I could I could have pieced this together. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, cool. Back next, <clears throat> back soon. We'll discuss that in a bit. Um, back soon. Uh, if you want to listen to the main pod, we literally just discussed some news last night. It's a lot of fun. That pod will be up along with our previous pod, which is. Um, People that would be good, Olympic sports we'd like to see, um, and uh, characters that would be good in Olympic sports. A couple of other, we just wanted to discuss the Olympics basically. <laughs> so there's a, there's a load of stuff in there. It's, it's all it's all pretty loose. Um, if you want to contact us, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Just uh, head to at TMTOH on either of those, and then join the Discord as well because we're having a lot of fun there. 
discussing a lot of things. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Terry. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Steve. Cheers. And we will see you very soon. Goodbye.